What's going on, everybody? I'm Will. I'm Matt, and this is the Carolina Way Podcast. Bernard to the 40. Will they catch him? Inside the 20. Giovanni Bernard. Tar Heels are the national dadgum champions. The ceiling is the roof. That's what it's all about right there. That's on the floor. That's on your shirt. Guys, we have a uh, an exciting show for you today. We're doing this over Zoom. Me and Will, we're going to get together next week and see each other and uh, get a live show in. But we have a draft ready for you guys. And it's not any ordinary draft. You've never seen a draft like this before, guys. This is going to be a Carolina basketball moments draft. We'll have – five different categories. We're going to have a championship moment. We're going to have some uh, locker room moments, player moments, off the court moments, and last but not least, you know, some of the best games. And these are all during the Roy Williams era because, guys, we had to – we got so much history in Carolina basketball, we can't just come out here and try to name 100 years' worth of history. So we're going to go from 2003 to 2021, some of the best moments in Carolina basketball history. I'm excited, Will. This is our first opportunity in the summer series to pay tribute to Roy Williams, something that we really want to do this summer. So I'm very excited about it. And Matt, you hit it perfectly on the head. There's no other draft like this out there. Trust me, because we both scoured the internet. And let me tell you, it was very difficult to come up with some of these decisions because there's nothing else like this out there. Trust me, no Wikipedia, no fan pages. No one's doing what we're doing. So we're going to be helping all the future drafts that come yeah, Quizlet, out of this one. Quizlet doesn't have this. This isn't on Quizlet. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you know, you can't cheat or find the answers on this one. And <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah so ahead. I'll just give a quick breakdown. So we'll be doing one championship moment. So this is going to be basically you're picking a championship game and then just like some big moments that happen with it, but mainly you're picking like the way that we might've won that season. Uh, and then particularly like the game is like the encapsulation of that. The locker room moment, we got so many of these. So instead of going for a specific game celebration or pregame, we had to narrow it down to just like the actions that would happen time and time again over the years. And it's just one there. We have two player moments. And this is going to be a specific highlight play, not really a player um, over the season or anything, but it could be as long as a game's performance or just one play in particular. And then two off-the-court moments. And just like the same with the locker room, we got so many. So basically, like, the idea of what their off-the-court moment was um, is what we'll go with today. And then lastly, the games. We had to narrow it down to two games. So we had to get very selective. So some of these great games that we've witnessed over the years just aren't going to make the cut just because you have, if you're down to two, you got to go with the moment of the game, how big it was, um, tense going back and forth, like the, what it meant, the pressure. There's so much. So not easy. Yeah, this is going to be really interesting. There's no participation trophies today, Will. 
there's uh, some people are going to get left out. Some people are going to be, or some moments are going to be top of the top. Um, I'm excited. We haven't figured out a way to see who's going to go first. Uh, <laughs> you want to do, uh, how do you want to go? Um, well, I say since my Celtics are losing it by 24 at halftime and the Lakers haven't even played yet, I say you're probably winning right now in life. So I'll let you go first. All right. Well, you want to uh, – let's go ahead and jump into this then. Um, the Please. way I'll do this is we'll do category by category. I'll name my first championship moment, and then I'll let you name yours. Or I'll, That's that's how we'll go. Yeah. Do you elect to receive or defer? I'll receive. I, I'm always <laughs> an offensive guy. All right. <laughs> yeah. um, so, for my number one pick in the Carolina basketball moments draft. The Carolina Way Pod. Carolina Way Pod is a championship moment and it is 2009 after the North Carolina Tar Heels win a national championship Roy Williams and Tyler Hansborough share a hug at midcourt is one of the greatest moments in Carolina basketball history it is well deserved a coach who works his butt off every year who loves his players a player who worked harder than anybody maybe in Carolina basketball history, meet together and celebrate a national title. I don't think there's anything better, Will. And you left me with the terrible job here of deciding which one's left out. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sick to my stomach right now because I thought for sure you're going to be picking another year. Um, So I'm between the comeback of an 8-20 season for a first championship beating a 37-1 and one team, or a redemption year. And for me, man, it could go either way. I'm glad the graphic isn't already made up because <laughs> it could go either way still. But I think it has to be 2005 for me. Uh, you got the narrative about Roy Williams not winning the big one, squashed. The rejuvenation of the program who had not even won the ACC outright championship since 93. Um, I'm not sure about final four appearances since then as well, but it was also very limited. Uh, Had just gone eight and 20 a few seasons prior, basically the same roster. And we beat a juggernaut of a team also beating Villanova on the way there by, it was like 67, 66. It was a one point game. Felt a little bit like 2017, but that game, as I'm saying, like 2017, the program is what it is at this point. But 2005, I feel like it meant more to the program and to Roy Williams' legacy. That was my uh, second pick, Will. I'll have to give you that. So, Because Roy's first championship, that's literally what I wrote down on my draft board. It's Roy's first championship more than anything, uh, you know, can't beat it after coming back to his alma mater he got all these questions are you coming back turned it down and then finally came back home and won carolina a national championship so i love that pick and you gotta love after the game sean may you know kind of ripping the jersey a little bit uh the hats roy swagging out like those moments were so iconic and for especially for everyone listening were moments around our college age now that um, we really might have watched our first like UNC game or at least the first one that we could really remember that well. Yeah. So very, very special to us. 
And with the next pick, it's a snake draft. I think that's what they call it. So you go ahead and get that next pick, and I'll go after. Yep, so we're going locker room moment. Uh, just one for the each of us here. So I had to go with the easy pick here, slam dunk. Roy dancing. We got it countless times and times again. Even uh, every season you have Roy dancing in the locker room. I remember it best. It's a gift that's scoured the internet at this point or uh, all over the internet. And we had just beaten Duke, the tiny locker room in Cameron Indoor Stadium. Roy's coming in and he's just electric and the team was already excited. But every time Roy comes into the locker room dancing, it just brings it up to a 15 energy level. Yeah, you took the the easy pick. I wish I would have, uh, you know, got first on that one, Will. I just handed you a silver platter there. Um, there's nothing better than Roy Dance. Let's all be real. That's the best locker room celebration, not only in Carolina basketball history, in college basketball history. You can't beat Roy Dancing. But I am going to pick something that uh, is a little exciting. I'm going to go with the uh, Carolina basketball tourney countdown. And what I say, uh, what I mean by that is, when we get into the NCAA tournament, if you know Carolina basketball, you know Roy right out the gate writes that 64 on the board. Then when you win in the first round, he says divide by two, and everybody acts like they don't know how to divide by two. And then it gets down to 32. And then you win that one, 16, and then eight, and then four, and then finally two and one, and you're the national champions. So the tourney countdown is my pick for the locker room moment. The numbers get a little bit bigger each time, right? It starts a little small. <laughs> um, and it's really because Roy is such a showman that it, yeah. it works so well. If he would have just drawn the numbers and whatnot, like it wouldn't work. But he really like exuberates the excitement of it all and really let, like, I guess there's few times that you could actually soak in that you would win the game. And that's one way that he can show everyone like this is our time to celebrate what we just accomplished. And, and it's also good to celebrate that you like even progress that far in the tournament that not, not just celebrating winning the whole thing, but like each game. So it's very cool. Yeah. Just writing that one on the board at the end of the season has to be a, a great feeling. And boy, it gets loud in there too when they're doing it. Sure it does. Now we're going to player moments and we each get two of these. Um, so I'll, I'll go or yeah, I'll go first. And then you go, and then I'll go, and then you go. So player moments. Now, this is a uh, – I'm glad I get the first pick on this one because this might be my favorite pick of the whole draft. I'm going Luke May's shot against Kentucky, 2017 Elite Eight. You knew it was coming, Will. We all love it. This is what's in our mind. Anytime you think of a great player moment, that is my pick. It's a great pick. Everyone knew it was coming. <laughs> um when we were kind of getting the rules down before this whole draft started, because we had to make sure that there's no funny business going on, no loopholes going on, because yeah. <laughs> I could not be, you know, just torn apart tonight. <laughs> but that that was one where we didn't even have to say. Like, we knew exactly what the player moment would be and that Luke May would be the first pick. Yeah. Like, we knew that 100%. My next player moment um, has got to be Marcus Page game winning layup against NC State. Mm. Um, it was at NC State as well. 
and Roy Williams just does not lose to NC State. So you at least have to throw in NC State somewhere in this draft also just to make it feel even more on brand for Roy. But that was a great game, great play by Marcus Page. And um, any stress that you had going in, Marcus Page says, nah, I got you. Let's, let's get out of here. A little too close, but <laughs> we still always win. Well, I mean, it's Marcus Page. You said Roy never loses to, to State. I mean, Marcus Page never loses to State. This man dominated NC State every year he was there. And, you know, you knew NC State that game. Their fans thought they finally had a chance. No, Marcus Page is here. Did you guys not know this? And he took care of business. Uh, so that's a great, great pick. Um, ooh, now it gets a little tough. For this one, I have to go with Danny Green's dunk against Duke. And we I don't even need to explain the dunk, but I will. Danny Green on a fast break, takes the pass. He's coming down the middle. And he just absolutely slams it. I want to say it was Greg Paulus. I hope I don't. I think it was Paulus. And, you know, it's on every show. I have a shirt with it on there. Carolina Fever gave out shirts like two years ago with it on there. Uh, one of the best moments. You can find shirts all across the internet. You can find the picture all across the internet. When it's Duke and Carolina week, this is the highlight you see. So I'm going with Danny Green's dunk versus Duke. Yeah, someone should have told Gray Paulus to smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, what a play. Uh, our, should have been probably the second pick right there. That was a great play. Etched in all Carolina and Duke fans' memories. But mine, my last pick here has got to be Tyler Hansbrough, ACC tournament, dancing after his game-winning buzzer beater against Virginia Tech. Hits it, baseline J. Um, and then that was even the best part of it. Not that we had just won the game, but then he runs down past half court, probably going all the way to the locker room with how his pace. And I don't even know how I can explain it to the fans, but you've seen it just the arms and the legs going and like not a traditional running pattern at all, but he was so excited. I think even like saliva, was coming out of his mouth like he was just so <laughs> off the train and excited about that game yeah I've seen like uh player interviews and I think I read in a book about how he, how he got teased by his teammates for how horrible because somebody one of his teammates asked him uh what were you doing he said he was dancing now I don't know if that's dancing I don't know what that is but it was excitement and uh it, it, you know he could do whatever he wants if he's going to hit a game winning shot he can do whatever he wants but I thought it was hilarious <laughs> and that is a great moment Absolutely. And for my last uh, player moment, I'm going with – Well, you, uh, no, you already got him. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You're right. yeah you already yeah. got him. I'm trying um, to get three. My fault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, I got to shut that down. I got to be <laughs> yeah. on top of this. You came in quick, boy. You were, you were ready. I was trying to spill it I, I, I do, I do want to hear what your third pick would have been, though. Oh, you know, I was going with the Marvin Williams game winner versus Duke. I mean, you know, it's it's For definitely sure. the next one, no matter I think who was going to uh, draft, but that's definitely. All right. <laughs> all right. So I'll start now with off the court moment. Mm-hmm. I'm picking two of these here. And I'm going with the wide net here, the senior day speeches. Um, you can pick your player. I'll pick Marcus Page for the graphic here. And or Kobe White, honestly, because that was pretty great, too. Uh, every year, like when you go to the senior game, 
sure you go for the game, but everyone stays to hear what the seniors say, um, particularly to Roy Williams. They're spe- everything they say is from what Roy Williams has done for their lives when they recruited them and then when they came here to Carolina for their time. So other schools, sure, you may have some seniors, but they're not going to be as accomplished as the North Carolina seniors. And there's no other program that has seniors that play a high level um, for like their blue bloods, respectively. So you really can't get much better prestige than being a senior at North Carolina. And every time the players are crying, the families are crying, and Roy Williams is also um, kind of reclined in his seat a little bit, trying to hide from the moment, doesn't want the cameras to be on him because he's balling too. Yeah, that's a great one. Definitely the most emotional one and uh, really shows what the Carolina family is all about. Between Marcus Page, Joel Baird, Theo, Tyler Hansborough, all of these great moments. I'm going to have to go for my first off-the-court moment, a little more lighthearted and a little more specific too. Now, some of you young kids out there, you might not remember this (laughs) if you're a new Carolina basketball fan, but – I'm going with the Hansborough and Frazier Texas-style ping pong. Now, Will, just hold on a minute because if you don't know this, you need to Google right now Tyler Hansborough Texas-style ping pong. This is where uh, when Hansborough and Bobby Frazier were at Carolina, they used to play ping pong all the time and apparently were really good. But if one or the other would score two in a row – the one that got scored on would have to put their shirt over their head and get hit with the ping pong in their chest. And they called it Texas style ping pong. There was like Jones Angel did a special on this during the Roy Williams show. Like this was a big time thing in like 09, 08. And when I think off the court moment, for some reason, that's the first one that popped in my head. That's really funny. What Do you know why it got that name in particular? No, that's just what Hansberg said. Now, maybe that he learned it from somebody. I don't know. Because I know Tyler Hansberg had some brothers. So I was wondering if they would have played it when they were little and then Psycho T brought it into the UNC program. And you know he loves Bobby Frazier. Those two were boys. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny. Even in middle school, elementary school, I was playing it with my friends. <laughs> and, of course, it got nothing to the level that you would see in the picture where they had, like, welts on their body from it but <laughs> um it was more the idea that we could pretend that we were both uh Tyler Hansborough <laughs> that we were playing the same game <laughs> yeah, yeah. Love it. for my next one I gotta go with another recent one and it's going to be Theo Pinson interrupting the press conference during March Madness we just won a big game I, I can't remember which one now and do you remember which players were on the at the podium here? Uh, I want. I, to I, say, I felt like they had three. I want to say it was Roy Hicks, Meeks, and Barry, maybe. Yeah, maybe something I like could that. Be wrong. Anyway, it was basically like a who's who, except they didn't have Theo Pinson out there, so he came out there when they were about to start. I think when they were talking, and busted out saying like where's my seat at and um so funny to see and Roy Williams was like yeah y'all only see this for like 30 seconds to a minute I had to deal with this guy all day long um 
but they really loved each other. And Theo, you could see how much excitement and positive energy he brought to the team. And I think that is the perfect way to show um, his contribution to the team and like how much their spirits were brought up. Cause it was funny. We had won and you know, the team still wasn't, but so lighthearted about it. And Theo just comes out. So it's like, list everyone's spirits. No, nothing, no, uh, nothing to stress about. Yeah, that is a great moment because, like, some of the other players are like, wait, is Rory going to get mad? Is Rory going to laugh? Like, what is he going to do? And it really just foreshadows what Theo Pinson is now in the NBA, which is, like, the ultimate team bench guy. And we all love Theo. I mean, he's the most – he might have the best personality in the Rory Williams era of any player. And that that was a great moment, off the court moment. I, I watched the New York Knicks playoff games, not because I want to see the basketball, but because whenever there's a highlight – they show Theo Pinson. Yeah. They, they alternate between him and Spike Lee. <laughs> yeah, he's over there jumping. The other day it was it got a little somber in there real quick, but uh, yeah, he, he definitely trying to do his job. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, and what's Lord, your this... what's your uh, last one here? Yeah, this is tough. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I'm stuck between two. Um. Mm-mm-mm. I'm going. Overall, you know what? I'm going with it. Ceiling is the roof. Uh, you know, some people might argue this is a football moment. I take it as a basketball moment. It comes out of Michael Jordan's mouth on the Dean Smith Center floor. Ceiling is the roof was a marketing extravaganza for like two to four years at Carolina. Um, every shirt had it. The football, uh, uh, Kenan Stadium had it out there. This was monumental. People were saying this on Twitter. There's hashtags. I mean, this was Carolina basketball and football for a while. But I have to go with Jordan putting his hands up. I'm guessing trying to say the ceiling is inevitable or, or, you know, can't be topped. But ceiling is the roof by Jordan is my off-the-court moment. That was so hilarious when he said it. I think we even won the – that was the year we won the championship, if I'm not wrong. So, imagine – picture this. You're going down on a nice spring afternoon. We just won a championship, and you go into Johnny T-shirt, and you have to pick between the ceiling and the roof and uh, championship shirts. But then you could get both because there are shirts that I have that say ceiling, roof, banner. And it combines both of them. And you can't tell me there's a better shirt than that one right there. (laughs) Yeah, I have uh, I have a championship shirt and the seal. I went with both of them. I went two separate ones. (laughs) Right. But you had to get the ceiling as the roof shirt. You had to. You had to. (laughs) Absolutely. And now we'll go into our games, our last segment here with Matt leading us off. All right. This is tough. I mean, well, we were having to choose four out of so many Roy Williams uh, great games. But I have to go, you know what? I have to go along with the Luke May shot. I have to go Kentucky UNC 2017 Elite Eight. That game was an absolute all-time great. Um, we had a game earlier that year could, that could also actually be in this because Malik Monk to Aaron Fox were great on the Kentucky side, Bam Adebayo on the K- Kentucky side. But the winning side was the Carolina Tar Heels who would go on to win a national championship, Luke May hitting the game-winning shot. 
um, you know, Joel Berry, all these great players. And the more I look back on it, I'm like, I thought for the moment I was just living, I was just, you know, recency bias. But five years later, four years later, that game is an all-time great, if not the best game, in my opinion, in the Roy Williams era. I couldn't agree anymore. It was an incredible game. You also had the pressure because it was in the tournament. Um, we couldn't lose being the one seed again and get our redemption. So it felt like, sure, other teams wanted to win, but UNC had to win. And after that game, you felt like there was something weird going on with destiny that we were going to be able to make it happen. And yeah, not to be wrong either. That game in December against Kentucky was amazing too. So going into that game, you knew it was going to be spectacular, and it was. Um, the whole game, back and forth. Kentucky, you saw their top players they had out there, and UNC was loaded too. Um, it was a very fun game to watch. And then, of course, the videos afterwards of the Kentucky fans celebrating and then not celebrating. I mean, the fans that couldn't yell at Roy anymore about the timeouts. I mean, it was the perfect game for Roy Williams. Like everything that he's always been saying – came out um, and worked here because people used to hate on uh, Luke May. Luke May proves everyone wrong. He's an all-star now. The timeouts, yeah. Um, it's also the game that uh, created Luke May because people forget, like, I think that really changed his Carolina basketball career because if he would have never had the opportunity, maybe if he never hits that shot, would he go on to be the great player he was for the years after? That's what I wonder. So for that reason alone, also, I think it's a, a great, great game. Yeah, like what if he misses that shot? Or what if Monk doesn't even hit it? We'd go on to advance. Maybe Luke May doesn't play as good, big of a part in the championship game, Final Four. Who knows? Mm -hmm. um, my first game is going to be, oh, man, decisions, decisions. I'm going March 6th. 2005, number two UNC beats number six Duke for our first outright ACC title since 93. And, and in the Dean Dome, nine-point comeback, 73-64 with the under four timeout, 3.09 left. In insane. Including the moment that we almost had um, – for our player moments, the one that was left out, Marvin Williams and one to give us the lead in the game to steal the deal and then um, play defense and not let Reddick um, tie or win the game. Yeah, that was a uh, – I have to agree with you here. I, you know, it might be 1A, 1B between especially regular season games, you know, Kentucky and then that Duke game that you just named because I'm pretty sure Sean May in that game had like create like a 2020 game – um, I think, wow. I think, uh, I want to say I was reading about it earlier during my little draft research. JJ Reddick was held to zero points in the second half by Jackie Manuel. And JJ Reddick, we all know, was an absolute baller. Like, we got to give him credit. So, all around, that seemed like a, a great game. Yeah. But and now, it was even, a, it was even a close game the whole time. And then Duke had taken off and gotten that lead. Yeah. And lo and behold, somehow we found a way to come back after letting them get out in front of us late like that. Yep. And it was before freshmen, you know, made big-time plays. So for Marvin Williams to come in as a freshman and make that play, I mean, that's big-time back then, honestly. Like, 05, guys weren't really doing that. But for my last pick, Will, 
I have to go. I have to stay in the same uh, season. And I have to go to the 2005 National Championship game. And the reason I'm going with that one is it's Roy's first ring, as we said at the beginning of this podcast. Um, Sean May dominated, but also it was more about who we were playing against. We're playing against a uh, um, Illinois team that was dominant during the regular season. They had Darren Williams, Luther Head, all of this type of talent. You know, they were supposed to win, they were saying. Everybody 37 was, and 1. 37 and 1. But no, Raymond Felton comes in and hits four threes. Uh, Sean May comes in, gets 26 points, 10 rebounds. And Roy Williams gets his first championship and an eight and 20 team two years ago turns into national champions. So that's my final pick and my second pick for the best games. What a game it was, man. Um, See, I almost wish that we had a category built in, but I guess we'll do it next time of games that didn't have like national championship implications (laughs) or like not like non national championship and non Duke games, because then we could even go in and find our like, sentimental ones yeah but i'm saying i'm saying on the long the same lines as you here i'm going 2009 it has to be given its respect here unc michigan state title game final score 89 72 i believe and it it was and that's about as close as the game possibly could have looked we were fantastic we we were the entire year as well i can't remember our record but it was really the culmination of how great we'd played the whole year and solidified our team as being the, one of the best in college basketball history, which maybe if we would have struggled in that game, might not have happened, but we were so dominant. It was really a celebration um, most of the game. Yeah, celebration, uh, kind of like a deep breath because those seniors deserve a national championship so much. Hansborough, Danny Green, Bobby Frazier, they deserved it. And then you got Ty Lawson out there setting the all-time or the steals record in a national championship game with like eight steals. Um, I forgot about that part. Yeah, so I mean, and he had like 21. I want to say, I don't know who got Final Four MVP. I think it might have been Wayne Ellington. Um, So it's like all these different pieces. You have Tyler Hansborough, the the national player of the year the year before. Ty Lawson over here scoring 21. And then Wayne Ellington, I want to say, got uh, Final Four Most Valuable Player. So you had all these moving parts. They were just a dominant team. I would say definitely the most dominant team under Roy Williams. Yeah, I'm trying to find out right now who got um, MVP there, and it was Wayne Ellington. Yeah. And the top scorer in that as well. So we just had so many weapons. You can't even forget about Ed Davis off the bench, who was a a big-time draft pick. Um, Danny Green, who's probably the best pro off of that team. Like, just so much talent. Tyler yeah, Zeller. T- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tyler Zeller. Um, yeah, Lawson had 21. Ed Davis, eight rebounds in that game. Crazy. And we were up, let's see, 21 at halftime. Gosh. And that was a redemption. People don't realize that was a redemption season, too, because we got embarrassed in that Final Four the year before against Kansas. So there was a little bit of redemption, just like in 2017 and 2009, also. 
Yeah, I was definitely salty with that Kansas game as well. Uh, was and that, that was the time when Roy was wearing the pin. Oh. Um, they they were. I just remember double teams on Hansbro, and it was like we'd never seen a double team before. We couldn't do anything offensively. Yeah. And then they finally course, came back, and yeah, right when they come back, it like they're just so tired fighting back that they couldn't really fight no more. So yeah, that was a tough one. But wow, is that our is that our draft? I mean, the draft board looks great. We'll definitely try to get a graphic out and to show all this this week. But uh, I'm pretty happy with my team. Will, what do you what's your roster looking like over there? <laughs> I love my team. I think I've given um, proper respect to all years of Carolina basketball under Roy Williams, and I'm very happy with my squad. I think we even kind of double dipped with each other's moments here and there a little bit, but it just shows how. Um, important those were for the Roy Williams era. Yeah, I like how we, I mean, we really, you know, represented pretty much every great Roy Williams team, um, definitely every national championship team out there. So I, I'm happy with my team. And I, I'm sure you're happy with yours. Uh, yeah, and, and I look forward to people telling us where we are missed. Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's a good sign because yeah. that shows just how many great moments, plays, um, locker room memories there were out there. Yep, and I, we love the fan engagement. We always love it, good or bad. <laughs> mostly good. <laughs> mostly good, mostly good. All right, and lastly here, we got to end it like we always do with our GoFundMe sport update. So we have a whole lot less now. The season's really winding down. We got Carolina baseball in the ACC tournament now. We have state in our region in our uh, pod, if you will. And Pittsburgh, I believe. So we're playing Pittsburgh today. Um, we'll see how that goes. I'm sure the Tar Heels, um, we've been getting better and better as the season goes on anyway. So I'm not sure where we are looking with the NCAA, but, I mean, it's coming up very soon. Very sad that there, are, there isn't another homestand of games to get to now that the school year is over, <laughs> that you um, have a little bit of time. But besides that, we have – both tennis teams, men's and women's, actually fell this past weekend. I know the women's fell in the final four. Men's team, I don't know at what part. It was probably, I think it was the quarterfinals, but kind of surprised that happened. But I guess that's what happens when the magic of being at Chapel Hill, all the students leave. And um, I don't know what it is, but maybe they felt like the fan support wasn't there. Who knows? Uh, and then lacrosse teams, they're still rolling. We got both in the final four, men's. I mean, of course, the dream team won 14 11, a little close, right? But the men's team, incredible game against Rutgers, back and forth, fourth and back, <laughs> and we won. Um, we went to overtime. Um, really could have gone either way, but luckily we had the last possession and were able to end it. So, very happy that we have two more teams still in the final four this weekend to see how many rings we can still bring home. Yeah, I mean, we have such high expectations for our GoFundMe sports. You know, it was a letdown to see the tennis team, uh, both tennis teams fall. But I still am betting on the dream team to bring home at least one championship. And hopefully the the boys can bring home uh, another championship also. I'm looking forward to it, Will. It was another great week, whether you're in Chapel Hill or without or out of Chapel Hill now. It's a great way, week to be a Tar Heel, great day to be a Tar Heel. 
And next week, we're hoping to have a, a guest on. And we love this summer series. We hope you're loving this summer series. And it's only going to get better from here. See ya. <laughs>